Mike's Daily Podcast. Do you have the blues? I think I do. Mike's Daily Podcast. I've got something on my chest, but first let me say it's FF episode 2373, 2373, and that's pretty good to me. 2373, hey, you and me, we've been doing this podcast for a while. It's true, you see, I like to podcast, and you like to be listening to this podcast. For some reason, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I don't really know. Mike's Daily Podcast. My demographics, if I even have demographics, it's all confusing to me. I know. Mike's. This word. Daily. Demographics. Podcast. Because I'm in radio. Yeah. In fact, you can hear me. I'm on a radio station tomorrow. And there's a link at mikesdailypodcast.com. Listen to the show while you can. Because I am being taken off of my show. Yes, after, well, I started the show, doing the show, in, it was August. August of 2019. So, let's see, that's one, two, about two and a half years, is that right? 19, 20? Yeah, no, three and a half years. Really? If I'm doing my chronological math correctly, yes, we started in August of 2019. Let's see, 2020, 2021. Two and a half years, just about. Okay, yeah, more than two and a half years. Thank you for bearing with me for me counting time and exploring time. So after two and a half years, I am being forcibly taken off this radio station that I am heard on Sundays from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm being taken off. So this is the last, this Sunday and the following Sunday are the last Sundays you will hear me. And here's today's podcast picture. On this radio station that there is a link to, the podcast picture I'll tell you in a moment, but yes. So please listen tomorrow then. Or the following Sunday, because those are going to be the last Sundays that I'm on. And then I'm off. I'm done. I'm being forcibly taken off for no apparent reason after two and a half years. I know Basil, the late great Basil the Boxer. He's very upset by this story as well. I'm sorry, but yes, it's ridiculous. But it's because, well, inconsistent people, inconsistent people in this world create problems for the people that like consistency and that's not cool so anyway it's online and you can hear it at mikesdailypodcast.com there's a link to where you can hear the program the podcast picture today will be a recent picture how about that see it at mikesdailypodcast.com I just don't understand why people do that. It's very, it's very cutthroat in the in the showbiz world. Yet there are lots of nice people in the world of show business. Lots of nice people. Lots of friends are made. But then all of a sudden, you get these riffs and these tiffs. Oh, and you know what? You know what I don't take lightly to? Something that I don't like is when people say, 
Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that, that doesn't do any... So you're sorry. Who's doing something about anything here when people say I'm so- When I lost the late, great Basil the Boxer, I heard, I'm sorry, Mike. And you know, that's one thing, yeah. There's sometimes you just don't know what to tell people when you lose somebody. When you, you know that they're grieving, you tell them you're sorry. But then sometimes it's just, you don't want to hear it anymore. You, you know what? I, okay. Somebody has a great, <laughs> there's someone I know. He says, because uh, I, I told him when his mother-in-law passed, I said, I'm, I'm sorry to hear your mother-in-law passed. He goes, why? You didn't kill her. Ah, <laughs> uh, but see now, if you're Canadian, I like it when you tell me you're sorry, because you're going to say, I'm sorry. I know this because I watch a lot of Canadian TV shows and Alright So did you know That if you did not have the vaccine If you were not vaccinated In the fall of last year They did a study I don't know who did this Somebody in Alameda County did a study And found out That you were 18 times more likely To die of COVID If you were not vaccinated Last fall I'm going to get my booster shot on Monday. I th- oh, other than I'm sorry, Mike, or sorry, Mike. Here's the other thing I don't like to hear. You mean you didn't hear? You mean you didn't know? You mean you didn't? That gets to me, too. It's like, no, I obviously didn't hear. So why are you making a... Uh, what? You mean you did And then they don't tell you What it is that you didn't hear They just make a bigger And bigger And they just escalate Or somebody's like Oh it's like that scene From that movie What movie And you know You know the movie Dot 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 uh, The movie called Sorry You you know it's like that movie Sorry Just taking hypothetically Just uh, you know Pulling that name Out of the air Sorry Oh, I, I never saw the movie Sorry. What? You never saw the movie Sorry? What? And their heads just pop off. It's like, well, just tell me what the scene, what is it in reference? I don't know every single reference you make. Gosh. So a friend of my ex-wife has a very elaborate wall sculpture that my mother used to work for a guy who made these wall sculptures and he sold them and when you see TV shows that are referencing the 60s that are period films mid-century period films and they show these wall sculptures usually on like a wall a, a wood paneled wall you'll see a wall sculpture I noticed that on Mad Men well my mom's boss in the 70s and 80s made those sculptures and sold them. So he gave my mom one of his wall sculptures and she gave it to my grandma. Anyway, cafe anyway, at some point it went to my ex-wife's friend and she texted me today and said, I'm getting rid of it. Do you want it? And I said to my lovely lady friend, should I take it? Should I? And she said, no. No. <laughs> Even though my lovely lady friend saw a picture of this 
wall sculpture and said, hey, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Deli podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley 10, Podcastro Valley 10, the last place on earth. Hey, it would look nice actually a cafe anyway on the wall. But my lovely lady friend said, no. What is this with people just dumping stuff on you, Mike? It's true. About a year, a little more than a year ago, someone tried to dump a dog on me. And maybe I should have taken the dog. It was a French bulldog. These are very highly sought after dogs. You probably heard there was a dog cap, uh, dog, dog napping. A dog kidnapping, however way you want to put that. Recently in Podcastro Valley, that was a French bulldog. And yes, it's... It, it, but I'm like, no, no, just don't dump stuff on me, people. Who, who likes it when, you know, okay. Now, I guess that's a different story when it's something like, oh, hey, can I dump my nice flat screen TV on you? Which that actually did happen to me. Somebody gave me their flat screen TV and then they wanted it back. I had it nicely ensconced in my living room. I was enjoying it, watching it all the time. And then they wanted it back. Ugh. That's just ridiculous. People dumping stuff on you. And then, and yet I had get, my ex-wife basically gave it to, the, and I was fine with that. I'm like, yes, please give your friend this wonderful sculpture. That's a, you know, goes back in time to my mom. It's just interesting. Stuff coming back to you, right? It's all coming back to me now. Aw, Meatloaf. Jim Steinem. I talked about Meatloaf on the last podcast where the podcast picture was of a beautiful sunset in Fremont. You can see that at mikesdailypodcast.com. But, you know, Meatloaf, he he said it was two names. Meatloaf. His last name was Loaf. And that, you know, the guy... It's amazing how he lasted into his 70s because he had had all kinds of health issues and he just kept powering on. He was a force of nature. Amazing. Finally, car talk. Okay, I heard today on the radio, I heard one of the brothers died that used to host car talk. Do they still run that show? Uh, That was one of those. It was such a popular radio show. That One of the brothers died And they kept on airing I still I think they still keep airing the show Even though These are just basically reruns Of old shows But they You know They did so many years worth of shows They just rerun them Over and over again And that has that's a, That pertains to a lot of shows Now I think they're rerunning Old Rush Limbaugh programs Old Wolfman Jack programs Casey Kasem It's just fascinating People live on You know I don't know I mean this podcast Mike's Daily Podcast Is on so many platforms It will probably live on On the internet Long after I'm gone Which hopefully will be long (laughs) After I say this That I won't be long I mean you know I'll be around here Physically in person For a while yet I am hoping But then when I am gone This will survive long gone After I am long gone Long after Long Now I'm just saying a 
Two and a half years. Two and a half years I've been doing this show. Not the Mike's Daily Podcast, but I've been doing that uh, Mike's Daily Podcast for over 10 years. But this radio show, and then I'm just pulled off. Just pulled off. For ridiculous reasons. I can't go into the reasons here on my podcast. Well, I could. And I will at some point. I will. I will tell you exactly why I'm being pulled off this radio show. I'm not going to tell it to you now, but I will at some point. Hold me to that. If you really want to know, you can call me 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM is the Mike Matthews daily isn't what this podcast has been now for a couple of days. All right, so let's say you've got a friend who really needs a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You know, they need to be set up. Are you a matchmaker? Now, I have done... I sort of did a... Sort. Sorry. I did a matchmaking... Ish, sort of inadvertently This was several decades ago I was living in downtown Ventura And I had a neighbor And there was somebody that Was it a friend of Who was it? Anyway, there, cafe anyway There was somebody Oh yeah There was somebody living In this um, unit near me and she had a friend. Anyway, she was cafe anyway visiting somebody. She was visiting a friend. And then there was somebody else living in the unit. Anyway, they talked to each other. I was there. And then they ended up dating. I think they ended up getting married. So I didn't really didn't actually now in hindsight didn't help them at all get to know each other. But I was there when they met. Let's say it that way. When you come across a super cool single woman or man at a party or work event. What is this? Okay, I thought this was going to give us uh, tips on how to matchmake. Let's see. Well, all right. Find out what your friends and acquaintances are looking for. This according to MaryClaire.com. Yes, that wonderful magazine that you see sitting at your dentist's office on the little coffee table there. Or perhaps at your aunt's house. That makes it easier to sift through all the members of your vast social network and put together a solid potential match. For instance, this author said, and this author, by the way, is none other than the great nameless anonymous person who wrote an article on Mary Kelly. That's who this is. Or Mary Claire. Oh, it is Mary Kelly. Maura Kelly. There we go. I knew I'd get to the name eventually. Maura said, I tried to set up a female friend of mine from college with a handsome man of Indian descent whom I know from my neighborhood. After I described him, she said, he sounds great, but he's not Jewish, is he? Whoa. In that way, I found out she was only interested in Jewish dudes. Oh. So a few weeks later, says Mora, she immediately came to mind when I met a friend who really wanted to find a Jewish chick. Similarly, I have a friend who was raised strictly Muslim who is now agnostic. So whenever I come across a woman 
who has also chosen to step away from the strictly religious lifestyle she was raised with, I think of him. Uh, explain thoroughly if you're matchmaking. Morris says, I always try to let people know exactly what they're in for so nobody walks into an evening only to feel like I've sold him or her a bill of goods. So I will say things like, he's a little short for time, for me. <laughs> short for time? No, short for me. But since you're three inches shorter than I am, I think you guys would look great together. Or something like, he's into God. And I'm not, but maybe that won't bother you as much as it bothers me. Oh, so Mora's single. I see. All right. There you go. Oh, matchmaking as a... Do you really want to get involved in that? Do you really think you're good at that? Matchmaking. Well, look, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth. Look who's here. It's Benina the Rodeo Queen, and I brought my horse Nelly. How y'all doing? And to disgruntled fiddle player, tell you what? What? Mark, I think that you should tell everybody why you ain't gonna be on that radio show. Tell them right now. Tell you what? What? Tell them. No. In fact, I'm not. In fact, I'm going to change the topic and talk about Jody Messina. Do you know? I could not fall asleep last night because I kept thinking about Jody Messina and I was trying to remember all her hit songs. Yes, she's a country singer who was big in the late 90s. Her first hit was Heads Carolina, Tales California. And then another one called You're Not in Kansas Anymore. And then her next album had I'm All Right. Bye Bye. Bye Bye Baby Goodbye. Not uh, the NSYNC song. And stand beside me. I need a man to stand beside me, not in front of or behind me. And she had Bring on the Rain with Tim McGraw. And I forgot that, you know, I didn't realize she had this song. Oh, Burn was big. Uh, That's the way. That's the way it goes. You gotta go where the wind blows. And what was the other one? Oh, Oh, somebody's gonna give you a lesson and leave And somebody's gonna She did that remake of the Dottie West song And then there was that one Because You Loved Me Which that's that Because Was it Because You Loved Me? Because something like Or I Wish She had a couple songs Yeah That sounds like a Celine Dion Didn't she have a song called Because You Loved Me? Anywho Cafe Anywho she had a song called My Give a Damn's Busted. I think that was her last number one. I didn't realize that song went to number one. Why do I bring up Jody Messina? Okay. For one thing, she was on my mind big time last night, her songs. Not necessarily her, her but her music. I have never talked to the English before. And then her record label. So she had this successful album. I think Tim McGraw co-produced it. Then a second album did really well. Then a third. And then somewhere around there, her, her record label said, you're taking too long to put out an album. Let's put out a greatest hits. Okay. You've had three albums. We're basically just going to pull the hits off of it and release it. And you'll have a couple new songs. Then she kind of lost steam for a while. And now have you, do you know who Jody Messina is? Do you remember her? Do you care? 
but what I find fascinating is in the late 90s, there was a bunch of female country artists, actually throughout the 90s. You had your Reba McIntyre, Kathy Matea, Trisha Yearwood in the early days of the 90s. Big country, female country acts, Winona Judd, the Judds. Then in the late 90s, you had Shania Twain, Dixie Chicks, now just the Chicks, Faith Hill, and Jody Messina. Then September 11th happened, and the last female country artist to be having a big hit song that year in, in late 2001 was Martina McBride, When God Fearing Women Get the Blues. And then it really faded out for female country acts for a long time. I remember because I was doing country radio in Ventura County for 11 years. And I remember in the early 2000s, after 2001, 2002, 2003, it was really difficult for female country singers to have hits. I think Shania Twain came out with an album. It didn't do well. Faith Hill had some problems getting songs on the charts. It was difficult. Dixie Chicks, of course, got Dixie Chicked. Country radio completely stopped playing them. We all know why. The, the, the George W. Bush comment saying that they didn't like that he was from Texas. And that, oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. That, unpatriotic. Get them out of here. Never mind what they say about Joe Biden now. Or what they said about Obama five years ago, six years ago. So, hey, all that to say, it's fascinating to me when we're under attack like we were September 11th. When we feel as a country, oh no, people hate us. People are coming after us. We got to defend ourselves. We go, we, 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 as a culture seem to go really narrow and traditional and anything like female country artists at that point in 2001 were a little on the pop side. They were not traditional as much traditional country artists. It's interesting that in the 2000s, after 2001, one of the biggest country music stars that was female was Leanne Womack and she went more traditional. So suddenly... It got really fine-lined, and it was interesting that it went really, like, oh, male. And I didn't like it, because that, that one thing about music, any music format, is you need a variety to make a music format. To make any format work in radio, you need variety. You need a little bit of this, that. Otherwise, it's... And I think you need variety in life, too, so there you go. The history of Jody Messina. She was a redhead. Like Reba. I met her once. I met both of them. Reba and Jody Messina. Very nice people. Don't ask me to make that the podcast picture because Mike looked pretty goofy back then and he wore a lot of vests in those days of country music radio. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. Has to man Oh, this looks delicious. This root beer here. This is what I need. Mmm. This isn't spiked, is it? Of course not. Drink it right now. I'll cut you. I thought that wasn't very threatening like you usually do it. 
There you go. Now I'm scared. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Madame Rutabaga Valentino, Bison Bentley. Chime in about anything we covered today. 336MM Daily. 3 plus 3 equals 6MM is the Mike Matthews Daily is and what this podcast is. Thank you for listening and, uh, you know, supporting the show. I'm listening to the whole show because I guess this is the end, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty much what this is here. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.